As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What is up, you guys? Welcome back. This is it's not back. It's not back. This is the first episode of the For Us podcast. How's it going? How is it going? <laughs> I'm talking to you oh, yeah. and I'm talking to people. If you're driving in the car right now or you're at home chilling, how are you guys? I'm nervous because, really? yeah, I feel like this is just like a fun new venture for us and yeah. we've never done anything like this. Mm-mm. So I kind of, honestly, I feel like I'm like giving a speech. A speech. Okay. Like at school. That is a great uh, situation you got going there. Yeah, I feel nervous. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to feel nervous about. We're doing this with our, our family listening right now. You're you right. guys are our family. Uh, welcome to the For Us podcast. This podcast, first off, we have to come up with a slogan. We're going to leave you guys responsible for that. Yeah. Like, you know, welcome back to the For Us podcast where the four is in the S. <laughs> it sounded like you said ASS. Oh, Really? You meant you the said the four is in the us. Okay, good. I was so nervous. <laughs> oh, really? That's what you got out of me saying that? Maybe that's literally what it sounded like. Oh well, no. Okay. Not doing that here. But um, yeah, we need you guys help with that with that slogan. But what is the for us podcast? I guess before we get into the actual topic that we're talking about, which is the birth story, the yeah. failed epidural, the whole raw birth story situation. Yo, my wife thought she was having a epidural birth is that what it's called i I guess i don't know if people call it that but i thought oh i guess a medicated medicated birth yeah like i wasn't planning to do it unmedicated and apparently i did (laughs) (laughs) the story is actually wild um let's just talk about first the for us podcast let's give some new listeners an intro yeah um what is the for us podcast why is it called for us if you guys ever been in a conversation, I'll just say this. I've been in a lot of conversations or where I was talking to someone, maybe someone asked me for advice and uh, I walked away from that conversation saying, wow, that advice was actually for me. Yeah. It really wasn't for you. You know, like people say that, oh, wow, that was for me. Yeah. That was specifically for me. Like you were like preaching to yourself. Preaching to myself. That happened to us literally the other day in the shower. I was talking. <laughs> we were both in the shower? No, no. Well. Uh, no, I was outside the shower. Okay. You were in the shower. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we were talking and I was like speaking. I don't even know what I was talking about, but uh, you were like, babe, I think you're preaching to yourself. I was like, yeah, I think so. Like, wow. Yeah, that was for me. <laughs> Anyways. So everything that we share on this podcast are going to be, is going to be teachable 
moments that have been for us throughout our marriage, our relationship, um, things that we feel like we have to share with other people that could possibly encourage and inspire um, you guys on your day to day life. Um, Because it certainly has for us. God has moved in our life tremendously in our four or five years of being together. We've known each other for five years and we've dated all five of those wait years. actually yeah five years yeah. was in january of this year wow babe god has been moving and we are in our second year of marriage right now yep. and um we, we ha- just had a baby <laughs> we just had a baby as well like there's a lot that god has done and uh we just want to share some things that you know have been on our heart and the things that we're learning as we go as yeah. well this is podcast is not going to be a Y'all need to do this. You should do this. Listen yeah. to us vibe that will it will never be that. It'll be things that I'm probably still trying to learn, still trying to figure out whether I'm either going to ask my wife, ask you guys, um, pray about it on this podcast. Yeah, I'm just really excited about that. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. This is fun. This is like I said, this is like a new venture for us. Yeah. And we're excited. Should we tell them like if they're new and they don't know us, maybe? Yes. A little about you us. go first. I love hearing oh, about you. Okay. I Or guys, how about let's do each other? Yes. I was just gonna suggest that. Okay. I feel like I've made you do that before because I just don't love to talk about myself. Same. So I'd rather just talk about each other. Okay. You so, go first. Yes. I mean I'll go first about you. No, I'll go first about you. <sighs> okay. What you wanted to go first? No. You go. You okay. go. You go. Okay, you guys. So this is my husband, Joshua, and he is amazing. He, Josh does everything is the problem. So whenever I try to introduce like what he does as a job, it's kind of tricky. Um, well, so he's in full-time ministry right now, creative director. You are an actor. Um, I can't even think. You're a musician. You are, I guess, you're an influencer, even though you don't really like to say those things. At all. But you are (laughs) we have a youtube channel so we also do like social media full-time um but yeah as far as like what you do as a profession i guess you do so many things you're just i would i would say you're creative okay i feel like when people ask me like in public what i do i never really know what to say right like as for both of us yeah but i'm just gonna start being like we're just creative (laughs) they're gonna be like honestly what (laughs) yeah but how was my introduction for you that was great i mean i'm not gonna say what you didn't say or did say it it was great it was there's more i missed some stuff no baby you're not about to go through our entire resume (laughs) you're right okay um well this is my wife her name is savannah (laughs) have you even introduced our our names yet for the people who don't even know us oh no i don't think i I told them okay well i'm josh and my wife is savannah but savannah is a professional dancer. I'm just going to stay here for a second because you have a list of things that you are. But Savannah's a professional dancer. She will never tell you guys this. Savannah has traveled the entire world dancing um, in front of thousands, millions. Is it, has it ever been millions or is it just thousands? Uh, I mean, I in person, it's definitely thousands. Like, what's the biggest venue? I know this is a brag. What's the biggest? How many people have you danced in front of? I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, in Europe... There was like big arenas, like I don't know, like the O2. How, yeah, like how many people would that see? I have no clue, but a lot of people. Okay. Anyways, um, she's danced all over the world. She's been on national TV dancing. Um, she is. If you know what's so funny, this is a sidebar. There will be a lot of sidebars, guys. Mm-hmm. But every time I tell someone that doesn't know nothing about us, you're a professional dancer. You know the first thing they think. What? You're a stripper. Oh, yeah. No, I've gotten that before. That's why, like, I but, would hesitate at the store sometimes to say what I do. That's professional dancing. And uh, no. N- by no means it's no judgment i'm just asking. no yeah no 
I think that a lot of times they like will refer to it as that oh. because they don't want to say like flat out that they're a stripper. Maybe okay, I don't know. Well, my wife is a professional, contemporary professional, professional dancer. She does all types of dances. We met in a dance class. We we'll did. tell that story maybe the next podcast yeah. on how we met dancing uh i wasn't dancing <laughs> but um yeah my wife is a professional dancer she is a new mother um she is a creative she's also an influencer a true influencer she <laughs> inspires and encourages so many i'll say everyone but it's definitely young women around the world and i i know this per- firsthand because i see it every single day i see the dms that she gets i see the text that she gets saying how encouraging she is um my wife is amazing wow you're sweet i'm gonna cry don't cry i could you guys that's one thing you could learn about me i'm like so emotional i mean i'm also postpartum right now so the hormones are everywhere but i cry really easily so that's probably (laughs) gonna happen on the podcast a few times hey we're gonna we're gonna leave it in there too we're gonna leave it in there um so yeah that is a little bit about us you guys will definitely get to know us a little bit more throughout this podcast also well we are on youtube i will say that yeah. um we have a youtube channel we have a call it our Sasquad. those yes. are our people they mm-hmm. have been rocking with us for four years now. ever since we've been dating they've yeah. been there from the jump um they they keep growing the the uh, followers just the i don't want to say followers you know i don't like that word yeah. just our community yeah. keeps growing and um it's just so cool to be engaged with you guys and the messages that you guys send us and we know names that's yeah. like I, I know I when I see some profile pictures or I see certain names, I just I know about them. I know what they're doing. Like the first person that comes to my mind, there, there's a lot of people that come to my mind, yeah. but we know Becky. I don't even know if Becky's listening. Yeah. Becky, I think <laughs> she's she lives our girl. In, she's our girl. She lives <laughs> in Texas. Uh, who else that just comes like to our mind of just like some. uh Ooh. When you put me on the spot, sometimes it's hard for me to remember these really? things. Really, Cam Glenn. Yes. There's, there's. If you guys, you guys know these people, like uh, Olivia Eubanks and her husband. Yes. Yeah. Boyfriend. We see, we see all of your guys' DMs and all like, the time. Yeah, it's all cool. the time. Casey or yeah, I think that's her name. I don't know, but we do love you guys so much, and um, we're, this podcast is for all of us. We're gonna enjoy it and have some fun, but. I think we should get into the story, babe. Yeah. This it. it gets it's crazy. It is crazy. And it's like we've never really talked about it out loud. Like we I mean we have, but yeah. like between me and you and yeah. kind of dived. We're gonna like Savannah has timestamps and everything, you guys. Like yeah. we're going to go deep into this story. Where do you wanna start? Do you wanna start like the day before? Cause I have a I have a a moment. Oh no, the night of. Is our daughter awake? Guys, yeah, we're looking at the monitor right now. I'm going to go get Rayella. Okay. We're back. You guys don't know, but Rayella is <laughs> right here on my chest. Yeah, she was not. She was like, um, you guys are going to talk about how I came into this world, then I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. So hopefully <laughs> she stays asleep. But let's start the beginning. Yes. So everything started. Let's start on Wednesday. If you guys don't know, Rayella was born on Friday. So this is like two days before she was born. Yeah. Um. So December 8th. Uh, this was an appointment after our due date. So my due date was December 6th mm-hmm. and <laughs> her noises. <laughs> um, my due date was December 6th. So at this point, honestly, I was feeling kind of bummed. We were sad on 
December 6th. Yeah. Or you were more, but I was trying to cheer you up, but we were definitely kind of down. Yeah, we were. And it's funny because, like, I obviously knew and we both knew that, like, everything was going to happen in God's timing. Mm -hmm. And, like, he knew the plan, obviously, before we ever did. And we we had, like, peace in that. But also, for some reason, Josh and I were just convinced that we were going to get to meet her early. Mm -hmm. So we were just like, dang, like, you know, we wish we already knew her and Mm -hmm. got to hold her and all the things. So we were just feeling kind of down, mostly me, like Josh (laughs) said. But anyway, so I had an appointment. This is post my due date. Is Mm -hmm. that correct? Post? Post due date. Post due date? Yeah. Okay. I felt kind of cool when I said that. (laughs) Okay. So post due date. And... um. My midwife checked me. I was one centimeter dilated Mm -hmm. and my cervix was softened enough to the point where she was able to do a membrane sweep. I wasn't sure if I wanted a membrane sweep um, until this moment. I was like, you know what? I think this is right. And she she talked to me about it. And so. But wasn't isn't a membrane sweep like the most like the most natural thing you can do instead of getting induced? Yeah. So so in my birth plan, like I didn't want to be induced. Like that was what I wanted to avoid for sure. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, since I was already past my due date, I was like, you know, I'll do a membrane sweep. It's natural. Mm -hmm. You know, she she said that it's like can't cause any complications, whatever like that. So I decided to do that. So she did the membrane sweep, which can I just say is so painful. (laughs) Like I would rather give birth then like get my cervix checked. Yeah. It just hurts. Especially it's, when it's not softened and you're only one centimeter dilator, right? Like Yeah, like it's just so invasive. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really want like someone's whole anyways. Yeah. She did the membrane sweep and then from there, um, she kind of encouraged us like in order to help progress, just like speed me up and hopefully dilate and mm-hmm. go into labor. She suggested that we have sex and Yes, she did say that. Excuse me. Um, and then to just, what else did she suggest? Uh, I think she just said, have sex. She, if you, well, she, she was like, well, so what are you guys doing today? I said, I don't know. Hopefully we're having a baby. She said, okay, well I would plan on having sex as soon as possible. Oh yeah. She said like when you get home. Okay. That's right. I said bet. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you up. But she did say, she was like, just know like this isn't for pleasure though. Yeah. She was like, it might not be very enjoyable, but just do it. I was like, okay. <laughs> but and I was like, yeah, right. But for you, it could be enjoyable. <clears throat> anyways. Okay. So anyways, that happened. And then that night we went to bed, you know, nothing had happened so far. I woke up at 3am around 3am. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I would technically be December 9th the next day, mm-hmm. early in the morning. Um, and I was having contractions. Now I wasn't really sure like I because this was my first baby so I was like is this a real thing what's happening but it's so funny because everyone says like when you go into labor you will know and you will know when it's the real thing and I didn't really believe that I was like I feel like I'm gonna go into labor and not know but it is true because I got out my contraction app and like started timing my contractions I was like I think this is real Mm -hmm. I actually got in the shower and I curled my hair. I heard all of this too while I was asleep oh yeah by the way I didn't wake Josh up because I knew it wasn't the real like thing. urgent okay. i knew it wasn't like we need to go to the hospital but i knew something was definitely different and like mm-hmm. i think it could be like early labor mm-hmm. so but i did get in the shower and curl my hair because i knew that i wanted my hair to be freshly curled <laughs> just in case we gotta go yeah because i just wanted to have at least one thing put together yeah. i knew that i probably wouldn't be the type of person to put on makeup yeah. to have the baby right but i was like at least when i have my hair done so right. anyways i curled my hair And then I got back in bed and actually while I was in the shower, my contractions kind of slowed, I felt like. And then I got back in bed and... What happened that day? Went to sleep. Oh, wow. 
Well, not, not the whole day. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So then I went to sleep and I was like kind of bummed because I was like, okay, yeah. like obviously, you know, right. nothing's happening. I woke up the next morning and I hadn't had like any contractions. Same day, same morning. Yes, that's right. Same morning. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Same morning. Okay. Yeah. 3 a.m. Went to sleep. Woke up like at woke nine up or at something. like nine. Yeah. yeah. And then at nine, it was like you know I wasn't having any contractions at all, so mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, I guess that wasn't anything. Right. I kind of like doubted myself. Yeah. But then that day, Josh actually had to go to work. Um, he was at the church. Yes. So I think he left and. It was around, I think it was around like 12, my contractions started to pick back up. Okay. And then around 3 p.m. that mm-hmm. day, December 9th, um, my water broke. And yeah. it's funny because it wasn't, I never thought my water was going to break at home. Like you just hear that, you know, you go into labor and they have to break your water at the hospital. It's or, like a gushing situation. Yes, or it's a huge gush. Like yeah. that's what I imagined. Mm-hmm. But mine was more of like a slow release, I guess. More like a leak. Yeah, more like a leak. So I like got up to go pee. And you know, when you're pregnant, everything is just already kind of weird down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe I'm just like peeing my pants or peeing. I don't really know what's going on. But then I think I kind of realized, okay, this is like, this isn't pee. Like this is you something different. You were so calm about it. And well, I don't know. Then are you about to tell the next <laughs> no, part? No, you go. You tell The next part of the yeah. story. So Savannah calls me. I'm at work. I'm We're shooting something for the church. And... I kind of knew Savannah was kind of like on the verge of like we could be like going into t- yeah. uh, to the hospital tonight. So my phone was like on loud. I was ready. Anytime she texted me, Savannah FaceTimes me or calls me one of the two. Yeah. And she knows I'm on set like she knows. So I'm like, I got to answer. Yeah. She says, hey, babe. Uh, Yeah, I think my water broke. <laughs> I said, bro, what? You don't just say that so nonchalant it was so chill why i just had so much i never felt like panicked at all i was just like this is great i love this we were ready (laughs) so she said that i said okay i was like do you think do you know she was like yeah i'm pretty sure i was like okay um let me finish up here yeah and like i I wasn't even urgent too like yeah i feel like i should have rushed out at that moment but i didn't like i feel like like we continued to shoot and everything for like the next 10 15 minutes i remember i told you like no rush and then i did ask you to get pads from the store did i yeah you did because i was like and then at that point is when i think my contractions were starting to kind of hurt and i was like okay i think that we're going to be going kind of soon so that's when you like left and you went to get the pads left got the pads came back in the house i remember i was about savannah was upstairs by Mm -hmm. herself I remember seeing her mom and her sister Destiny were, uh, they were in town. You okay, Ray? You guys hear? You guys hear your niece? Um, they were in town, and I remember. I think I just said hi to them, but yeah. I knew I had to get upstairs. Yeah. But I didn't want to show panic. Yeah. And that was my whole thing. Um, that's every, that's something that I pray for too. We'll talk about that at the end. But I prayed for just a peaceful delivery, just a peaceful process. Yeah. And God did reward that. So. Um, I will say I just wanted to just rush upstairs. I get upstairs and then what happens? Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
what happens when you got upstairs. <laughs> um, I think I was just like, babe, are you okay? I was like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. On? Wait, also. It was just a lot of peace. Yeah, it was. It, I think at that point, like I said, my contractions kind of started to hurt a little bit. Yeah. But looking back now, <laughs> it was like nothing. So, But <laughs> in the moment, I do remember. I was like, okay, these, like, these are kind of real. This hurts, whatever. Um, I was still timing them, but they weren't consistent. Like they were, you know, I think the rule is like they're four minutes apart. Yes. What is it? It's I like forgot. Oh, 411. Oh, yes. 411. So four minutes apart, for lasting at least a minute, a minute for an hour. For an hour. Yeah. And so that totally wasn't my case. Like mine yeah. would be like seven minutes apart, 10 minutes apart. But I still, what'd you say? I was going to say, which is so crazy for other people, other moms. Yeah. Or other like soon to be moms. Yeah. Like everyone's story is different. You I can. Know. You could be three centimeters dilated or something yeah. and be like that for like weeks. Yeah. No, definitely. It, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's 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 like just everyone's birth story is so different. That's what makes it so beautiful and it, so cool. But I'm sorry. Sidebar. No, no, that's okay. But um, yeah. So then that's when we decided we were like, okay, I think we need to yes. call. Yes. And this was, if you guys watched our birth vlog, which is up on YouTube too, if you guys mm-hmm. want to see it, mm-hmm. if you didn't see it, but it was just such an emotional moment. Such a moment. I was like going to ball, but I was really trying to hold it together when I called. Mm-hmm. I like could barely speak. My like voice was choking up. But we but, were calling just to make sure. Yeah. We just wanted to, you just wanted to update them. Yeah. I wanted to call because, so I was going to call my midwife mm-hmm. and just let her know what was going on. Yeah. It, I was like, I don't think it's a real thing. Like, I don't think we're going in, but I just wanted to call and just tell her what's going on. Mm-hmm. I call her, explain everything to her. <laughs> And she's like, okay, yeah, Savannah, like, I think you're right. I think it's time for you to come in. (laughs) Josh and I literally look at each other and we both start crying. (laughs) I'm like, yo, nah. Yeah. Was not believing it at all. No. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, I don't know if you guys care about this, but I think it's kind of interesting. I lost my mucus plug, which is so kind of gross. Definitely. (laughs) Did I send you a picture? You showed me. Yeah, I showed you a picture. I wanted Josh to see it. If you know what that is, or if you don't, you should look it up because it's pretty nasty. It's basically just mucus and blood and you like, you lose it. Sometimes you lose it. Sometimes you don't, I think. But anyways, so that happened. But Okay, back to the story. Back to the story. So we find out we're going to the hospital. Yeah. And then it definitely gets more real from there. It gets hot in the room too, by the way. I just want to let y'all know. It was, it got, the temperature got hot so quickly. I was just like, nah, this can't be real. But it was real. Yeah. And I ended up bringing like the camera out. I was just like, Mm -hmm. let's just prop this camera up and let's just see what happens. Yeah. And while while everything is happening, you're having all these contractions. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out my role in this whole situation. You literally crushed it. I mean, we can talk more about that later. But like from the beginning of everything, I never felt more supported. And I think that's honestly partially why, too, I felt so much peace because you were so calm and you just acted like you've been there, done that. Got to. And I was like, this is what I need. Because, I mean, we obviously, it's both of our first times. Yeah. But I think we both kind of had that mentality. We were just like, we got this. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we are, we get to the, should we just fast forward to the hospital? Sure. I will say I did. I was eating noodles and company. That's uh, the only thing I remember. Yes, we were. <laughs> but you didn't eat yours. No, I didn't eat we mine. We I, I, like, forced myself because I knew that, like, once you're in labor, and like, I think after you get the epidural, sometimes they encourage you not to eat. Yeah. So I was like, I need to eat something mm-hmm. or else I'm going to have no energy. Oh, wait, this is a funny part. When after they called, after we called and they said, come in, yeah. we were like, what the heck? What's going on? 
I go downstairs to tell Savannah to tell Savannah's mom and Destiny, her yeah. sister. I little this is word for word. I said, "All right, guys, don't panic. Savannah is in labor, and we are about to go to the hospital." No one panics. Savannah's mom might have jumped just a little bit. She's like, oh, "Okay, like, what do we do? What do we do?" Um, yeah. But they were so supportive throughout the whole thing too. And as soon as I said that, everyone was like, "All right, let's go." Destiny helped me pack the car and. They were heating up you food and like it was it was it go was time. Just, yeah, that was such a crazy moment. That was like such a special moment. It was. It, it really was. was. I'll never forget that. But it was. We get to the hospital. Yes. So we got to the hospital at about I have timestamps. Like, okay. We got to the hospital at about six forty five. How much detail do we want to tell them? Because the front desk lady, should we tell them about the front desk lady emergency yeah. room? Oh, sure. Do you remember this yeah, sure. portion? Yeah, yeah, I do. Some things I remember you guys, like and some things Savannah remembers. Yeah, I forgot about that. We pull up, we get inside of the hospital, and I'm like, hey, my wife is in, in, act, labor. in labor. We need to get to the labor and delivery. She says, uh, I don't know if y'all are in the right area. Let me go find out. By the way, we pulled up. We were at the emergency room entrance because that's where we were told to that's go because we told. the hospital was, the, like, the front doors of the hospital were closed because yes. it was after hours. This lady goes and she's gone for like maybe like five. Actually, she still could be gone for. A while. I didn't see her back yeah, she because left. I ended up like, okay, let me go find somebody. I'm like, my wife is literally having contractions in this lobby with all these people right here in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, let's figure this out. So I find a nurse. I'm like, yo, my wife is having contractions. Can you take us to labor and delivery? There's this lady. He was like, I got you. I got you. I got you. He takes us to some secret way. We're going to some back doors, <laughs> underground situation. And eventually we get to the triage. Yes. And I was, I just remember just being very upset. That lady's still lost. I don't know where she is. <laughs> yeah. Where did she go? Yeah. She literally said, oh, you're in labor. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But anyways, yes. So we get there, we get to triage and the first thing they do is check me. Um, and I'm still only one centimeter dilated. And at that point I was like, dang, like I'm only, how am I still only one centimeter and I'm feeling all this stuff. Right. But, um, anyways, I was one centimeter dilated and they confirmed that my water had broken, which, um, was I guess like kind of comforting to hear because I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not like peeing all over myself. <laughs> and the fact that that means we're probably going to stay. Yes. Because I didn't know that you could be, they can send you back home. Yeah. And that was like one of the things too that we prayed about just because, I mean, not that it's a big deal. Like if you have to get sent home, it's yeah. totally fine. But I just wanted to make sure that like when we went to the hospital, if we could, that we were able to just stay and have the baby. Um, so that did happen. So we, uh, I got checked one centimeter dilated. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I'm trying to, what, what, oh, our midwife came in. Oh yeah. So we were super bummed because I wanted to deliver with the midwife that we'd seen throughout the pregnancy. There's multiple midwives, like a team of midwives at our hospital. Mm -hmm. And it would have been amazing if, you know, I delivered with any of them, yeah. but she was actually getting off shift and she came in and she was like, okay, Savannah. So I predict that you're probably going to have her, like tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. um, she was like, the only thing I have to do is get coffee with my mom and then <laughs> I'm going to come and deliver your baby. And I was like so happy. I, I just felt so much even more peace more when peace. she was like, I'm going to come on my day off and bring your baby. Literally on, on your on her day off. She did not plan on being there, but she was like, well, Savannah's having this baby. So yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah. She's a sweet shout out to Lori. 
You guys, what if Lori, I love Lori. Savannah literally (laughs) wants to have more babies because of Lori. Yeah, I really do. I love her so much. She's like the sweetest ever. Okay, anyways, that's my midwife. We love Lori. She came in. She said that. Yep. And then another midwife came in, though, was really sweet. I think she was our second favorite. Yeah, she was awesome, too. So she came in and she introduced herself Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then from there, we were in triage for some time. Some Yeah, it was probably like, I would say like a couple hours. Yeah. Which it was fine, but it's funny, even at this point, my contractions were like, I would say a little bit more painful. Mm-hmm. And looking back again, I thought that these were bad. And now <laughs> I'm like, that was literally nothing. So anyways, we're in triage and then, oh my gosh, what about the nurse? There's so many like Which little one? details. One? The one that she was like a student and she tried to um, give oh, me my IV. Yo. I felt so bad. I mean... It's like equivalent to when they put the new people on the line at Chipotle and they break my burrito. Okay, low-key my situation is over. <laughs> I'm just saying. Tell them. Yeah, so, um, okay, so the the nurse in there, she had to give me, she was giving me, me my IV. Yeah. And I didn't know at the time that she was a student, but she, you know, she was like trying to do it or whatever. And then she was like, oh, I think like your vein blew. I'm going to have to do the other arm, something like this, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay no worries whatever and then um another nurse comes in and they're like showing her my arm and she was like oh no this vein would have been totally fine she was like teaching her i could tell she was teaching her and i was like oh okay i understand now why she couldn't get the situation so anyways i had to get like pricked in both my arms but it was fine that's like i I, honestly at that point i was like i don't really care like this is everything's fine but it was just we had nothing to compare to either so we just oh yeah i still feel like even I don't know. I just feel like we had like a dream birth story and yeah. plan because yeah. something like that little. I'm like that's right. nothing. But anyways, it gets better, guys. Yes. So we get to the room. Yeah. Is that the next thing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Yeah. So. Yeah, we get to the. We, then we get into our room. Such a nice room. The room was so nice. There was, was a jacuzzi tub in the room. Yes, the room is literally reminds me of like just like a nice hotel for sure like someone commented on our birth vlog and was like why is this bathroom nicer than like the bathroom in my house right i'm like same honestly like i don't have a jacuzzi in my house but um yeah when we got to the room how were you how were you feeling babe were you because when we got in there i was like it's happening like this is the real deal now it's i will say this nothing didn't hit me until Riella was here Really? So I think that's where, and I think that was God's answer, pr- answering my prayer of just having peace because I didn't know what in the world was going on. Yeah. Like I wasn't freaking out about, yeah. not, I mean, did well, I seem like I was? No, no. I'm not saying like freaking out. No, you were so calm. I'm just saying when we got into the room, yeah. my first thought, I think we even had a moment. We talked yeah. about it. We're like, she's coming into the world. Oh yeah. We did have room. a moment like, all right, everybody calm down. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> and we it were. was very calm yeah no it, w- it was already calm but yeah no i definitely agree it was a moment of just like all right it's happening it's happening we're not yeah it was because i was like we're not leaving this room until we have Rayella love yeah yes. okay go she has a great name i love her i love her name i love her she's so cute <laughs> oh i miss her okay she's right here i know but i wish i could like pinch her cheeks okay continue <laughs> the story okay so then what's next um from there i feel like as soon as we got in the room like things started progressing it felt like they were progressing really fast like my contractions started getting worse and closer together man and um 
I think they were pretty bad. And then that's when we decided that we should order snacks. I remember because, <laughs> or I think, I don't know if this was my idea or your idea. Uh, I don't know. I think, oh, because oh, we wanted dinner, but everything was closed. Well, we, we just wanted more food. No, I don't no, know what it was. No, I was nervous because we had no snacks. Oh, at all. <laughs> like, okay. We were supposed to pack snacks. But and we, we didn't, didn't pack any. snacks. So Pack snacks, fellas. Yes, pack the snacks in your hospital bag. But I don't know why I was thinking about this. Anyways, mm-hmm. we literally postmated snacks from 7-Eleven, <laughs> you guys. And let me just say, not one of those snacks got touched. Not touched at all. They didn't get touched. So mm-hmm. you, I don't really know. Maybe your situation would be different. Maybe you would need a snack, but we didn't even need the snacks. Right. So anyways, we did do that, though. We postmated snacks from 7-Eleven. I remember, though, at that point, my contractions, I didn't want you to leave. And you mm. had to go get the snacks. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, how am I going to make it through these contractions without you? Did you have a contraction when I left? Yeah, because at this point, they were like every three minutes apart, I would say. Yo, let's talk about these contractions. I truly, and I maybe I still don't understand contractions, but like all I knew it was my wife was in so much pain i started to start studying there's like a monitor Mm -hmm. in the room Mm -hmm. and i started to see when the contractions were coming so when i saw that i was i was like by savannah's back her lower back Mm -hmm. trying to massage and push Mm -hmm. like as much power as i can to like maybe like meet in the middle have like a median of pain um so she won't be feeling that and let me tell you it was it was tough to see you in that much pain like and the fact that it was we weren't having that baby until the next day. Yeah. I and mean, we was, didn't know that. But yeah, we didn't know that. But like they predicted like at least at 6 a.m. or something. Right, right, but right. it was like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Yeah. So we're and like, you're yeah. having these contractions and you're still going. And then you didn't know when you wanted to get the epidural. Yeah. You, but you did know you wanted to do it like at least last second because you would have you can't walk. Which yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, well, I I also, my plan too, like I knew I wanted the epidural. So I, that was like, you know, I was like pretty sure I wanted it mm-hmm. until I got to the hospital. And then I was like, when I found out that I was one centimeter dilated and I was already in kind of that much pain, I was like, I think I'm like 95% sure. <laughs> I just let the midwife know that I want the epidural. And she was like, okay, like no worries. Um, but yeah, so... Josh was looking at the monitor. The contractions yeah. were getting a lot worse. I hated it so much, babe. But honestly, though, babe, like, it wasn't... I don't know. It's so crazy. Like, people talk about how birth is, like, the worst pain in the whole mm-hmm. world. But then I would do it again, like, a million times. Oh, 100%. I mean, and, if we get to... If I get to hold this little peanut... Yeah, but, like, even... I kind of loved it at the same time. Talk about that. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, looking back on the experience, like, it was truly the most... Like the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Something we've never experienced before. Something you've never experienced before. So I think like it's you get a high off of that or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. No, it was I I loved it. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So when you were looking at the monitor, Josh would like tell me when a contraction was coming. Yeah. And that was really helpful. But yeah. And then just like the lower back massage. If it wasn't for that, I truly I wouldn't have made it mm-hmm. like I there and it's funny because I only had a couple moments this is when the contractions you know were getting really bad oh I was talking about the epidural yeah I wanted to wait until the last possible second because I just wanted to experience as much of birth like yeah. as I can until and just like work through the contractions on my own because they were bearable I guess if you're if you're able to do it without the epidural yeah and so I was you know Josh was massaging my back I was bouncing on the ball mm-hmm. I was trying to do whatever I could to just work through them myself mm-hmm. And, um, 
it's funny that the midwife she said okay once she once i decided i wanted the epidural she was like let me know when you're like half when you kind of feel half dead <laughs> but not all the way dead right and then that's when you can get it i was mm-hmm. like okay she's like that's like a good time to get it i was right. like all right i can do that um so you're looking at the monitor contractions are getting worse and then i think from there i was like i want to get in the bath because i know that that can help with the pain yeah. so i get in the bath and the contractions are getting really bad at this point 100 percent. was like, the bath helping at all the bath did help like i remember feeling pretty good in there but i also remember that at this point the pain was getting so intense that i i feel like i didn't know what was happening right. if that yeah. makes sense okay but the bath did help i i felt i remember feeling like more relaxed in there and um then after the bath is when i truly feel like i was reaching my limit i had a couple moments where i was like I, I, I remember like two specific moments where I said, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said it out loud and you just encouraged me and told me that I can do it yeah. and that I'm going to do it. Yeah. But it's, I tried my best because I know it's such a mindset thing to like only speak positive things Great. and just keep my mindset really strong and just mm-hmm. remind myself mm-hmm. that we were made to do this and that right. we can do this. Mm-hmm. Women do this every day. Yeah. But I did have a couple moments where I was like, I can no longer do this. Which is I, fine, which is normal. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, okay, I want that epidural. Mm-hmm. What time was it at this point? I can't remember the time. of. The, oh, it was like midnight. No, of oh, the epidural? It was right after the bath. No, no, no. The epidural was at like 4 a.m., remember? When did you take a bath? I took a bath at like midnight. But then I kept go. I kept like laboring until 4 a.m. Oh, okay. 4 yeah. a.m., guys. So I ended up getting the epidural mm-hmm. around 4 a.m. Okay. And Josh had to leave the room, which I didn't know. I was so heated. But this is really normal. You know that, right? No, I don't know that. Yeah, like, I guess. Well, actually, I need y'all to message me or leave a review below and let me know if it's normal. It is normal because. And we'll tell them what's normal. Maybe you guys don't know what we're talking about. Like, oh, yeah. So they Josh had to leave the room while I got the epidural because it's something with, like, anesthesia, anesthesiologist. Wow. But if you there, why can't I be there? I don't know. It's like, it's a thing. It's like, a, it's a thing. I don't know the correct terminology, but I just Savannah know. Savannah asked, they were like, well, can he stay like to last second? They were like, no, he has to go right now. I was. I dead. said, all right, Julie, bring it down, <laughs> pipe it down. I'll leave, but hold on. Yeah. Okay. Best believe I had to, the vlog camera rolling though. That's between us, you guys. You had to check and make sure if they just didn't think crazy sure. to make sure. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. So then um, Josh left the room. I was about to get that epidural and all of our doctors or the midwives and the nurses, nurses, they were all super sweet. Yes. We didn't have a bad experience at all, except for, I wouldn't even consider this bad, but it was just one moment <laughs> that I was like, um, but this nurse, she was, I was like, so I was about to get that epidural. She was giving me all the instructions, you know, to squeeze the pillow, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I um, squeeze your hand, you know, when they do it? Because if Josh was there, like, that's what I would yeah. do. And she was like, unfortunately, no. I was like, okay. (laughs) But then the other, there was another nurse in there and she was like, it's actually um, policy because if you like squeeze too hard, you could hurt us or something like that. I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Like we probably shouldn't be squeezing your hands and breaking them because you kind of need your hands. But anyways, so she told me no and I got the epidural. The epidural was not bad. And I feel like a lot of people have fear over that. But honestly, when you're in active labor and your contractions are so intense i mean at least for me i did not the epidural didn't phase me yeah um so yeah i got that and 
at that point, it definitely, I had so much relief. Okay. Like I instantly. When I came in there, it was like quiet and I, it seemed like yeah. a lot of relief. Left. Well, so yeah. So I remember all of a sudden I like couldn't feel anything. <laughs> I was like, this is the best thing in the whole world. Like how would anyone ever give birth and not feel this like amazing sensation? Like I literally couldn't feel right. my legs really anymore. Um, so yeah. The, the epidural definitely took effect at first. I, um, yeah, I couldn't feel anything in my contractions. <laughs> I was like, this is great. I love this. Right. I didn't even know I was having contractions really. Um, so we go to sleep. Yeah. I sleep on a, uh, like you, a, basically you, a hard bench. Yeah. <laughs> Were you uncomfortable? I'm, no, I was, Did I you? can sleep on the floor, so I'm fine. Okay. Can I just say though that Josh like actually passed out? Did like, I? Yeah, because, okay, so. After I got the epidural, I, like I told you guys, I had a lot of like, you know, comfort. I was feeling great. But then as soon as we tried to go to sleep, I got really nauseous. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. So I got super nauseous. I kept thinking I was going to throw up. I was like, oh my gosh, like just when I get relief, now I'm going to vomit. So that was that. And then you were kind of asleep at this point, but I was. I think I remember when the nurses came in though. Yeah. And they were just kind of trying to help me. I think they gave me something for nausea. Yeah. Um, And then after that. I I don't think I ever slept, if I'm being honest. Like, I was just so, you know, about to have a baby. So right. I don't think I ever was able to actually sleep. Right. And that's what they encourage you to do if you can sleep because you need to have all the energy you can to push your baby out, obviously. So I don't think I ever slept. But um, at one point in the night, I remember that they were concerned because my heart rate and my blood pressure, mm -hmm. uh, they were really high. So they did an EKG and that was just to make sure that like my heart was beating at a normal rate and strength. And I think everything ended up being fine, but you were asleep during that. Yeah. I don't know nothing about no elemental piece and EKGs. E EKG. <laughs> I don't remember They like that. stuck all these little stickers on me. Yeah. You were awake. Oh, I think I, I kind of remember that portion. No, baby. I told you. She told me that. I don't remember it about EKGs. <laughs> Josh was asleep, <laughs> but it was fine. I didn't like, I was fine. Everything was fine. But yeah, so that happened. And then I don't, like I said, at this point, time felt like the slowest thing in the whole world. And I had no sense of time. Like the middle of the night, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, did I get my epidural sooner? <laughs> I swear you did, but it's okay. okay. We don't know exactly. It's like okay. I said, you guys, I mean, you know, if you've been in labor, just time gets very jumbled and you can't really keep track of what's going on. You want to know why I know you got your epidural at 12? How? Because we did the shower uh -huh. and I vlogged and it was like 12 a.m. when I said on the time slot. Yeah. And you were in the back, knocked out, sleep. Peaceful. No, that was 3 a.m. I don't remember, bro. Yeah. Okay. We okay. Don't. Moving anyway. on. Anyways, the times aren't that important. You guys are still getting all the deets of the story. All the details. So, okay. Then at one point after that, I felt like my epidural wasn't working. Okay. So this was when I was like, I can feel everything. I told the nurse, I was like, I, I, my epidural is not working. I'm feeling everything. And so then they were like, okay, you know, and they brought the anesthesiologist back in and they like re-upped my epidural. They, mm -hmm. they didn't like, um, put it in a new placement, but they gave me more of whatever it is mm -hmm. that they put in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there I felt like it kind of helped. Like I felt a little better again. I felt like I wasn't feeling everything. And then Oh, I forgot to mention too. So they, they didn't want to check. They weren't able to check my cervix 
often because my water had broken and once your water breaks there's risk for infection, infection. Yeah. so they have to keep their hands out as much as they can mm-hmm. so they weren't able to know like how far along i was which was kind of i mean i guess it was like cool in a way because i was like i don't have anything to go off of right. but i at the same time was like i kind of wish i knew how far along i was just so I could manage, like even before I got the epidural, I wanted to know how, you know, how dilated I was, but they didn't check me mm-hmm. until later. So anyways, after I felt like my epidural wasn't working and all that, they checked me again. And this is only the second time they've checked me since we got to the hospital and I was four centimeters dilated. And <sighs> I was like, that's it. <laughs> I was like, I literally feel like I basically already gave birth. Like, what do you mean I'm only four centimeters dilated? Right. Because if you don't know, you have to get, I feel like I keep saying it if you don't know, but I feel like everyone. No, you never know. Okay, true. I was gonna say, I feel like everyone listening to this probably is about to have a baby or maybe not. No, never know who's yeah, listening. You're right. You're right. Okay. So if you don't know, you have to be dilated to 10 centimeters in order to push the baby. Push, yeah. And four is really far from that. <laughs> so I was like, great. I'm never having this baby. No, just kidding. But um, yeah, so they told me I was dilated to a four. And but at this point, they were concerned that I wasn't progressing fast enough because mm-hmm. I since my water had been broken for a prolonged period of time, you have to have the baby within I think they want you to have the baby within 24 hours of your water breaking because again, there's risk for infection. Yeah. And if you don't have the baby naturally, then you would have to have a C-section. Yeah. So, you know, I really wanted to have the baby naturally or vaginally. Mm -hmm. Um, So they asked me if I could, if they could put me on Pitocin. And at first I I like, you know, I didn't want to be induced, but since I was already in labor, I was fine with having a little bit um, a little Pitocin to help speed things up. So they gave me a little Pitocin. And then from there, they like were putting me in positions to help the labor progress yeah. faster. There was like a little peanut ball yes, thing. Yes, that's what it's called. Good peanut. job, man. Peanut Thank ball. You. I remember the peanut balls. They yeah. had her doing. And cr- by the way, the peanut ball position. is huge. It was definitely big, but it, it helped. Yeah. It helped you dilate it, fast. It did help. But I was like so uncomfortable. They kept putting me in these all these positions. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be with this huge ball in between my legs. But <laughs> anyways. So, um, that happened. And then the next thing I know, yeah, I felt like intense pressure, like the most pressure I've ever felt. They told me that when it was the real deal is when you're going to have to feel like you really are going to poop your pants. Yeah. And I was like, really? That's, I was like, I didn't ever know that that was what it would feel <laughs> like. And it actually is true. Like yeah. I literally felt like I like you say, you know, I have to push. Right. It's that's like the similar, you know, pushing mm-hmm. is like the same thing you do, mm-hmm. except for when you're pooping, you it's, know? Exactly. Um, but I told them, I was like, did I wake you up or did I. When? When I had, when I was like, I think it's time. Did I wake you up or did I tell them first? Maybe I, I was up the whole time. This is like 11 a.m. No, when I went to, oh, it was? Yeah, baby, we had her at 141 and all the Pitocin and stuff. Oh. Like, yeah. I've been up. I'm wide awake. Oh, wow. See, yeah. I told you guys, it's <laughs> it gets really, really blurry for me. So uh, the I remember the Pitocin was around like 11 something because I texted oh. your family and said that. And then we did the donut things. And that's when you start feeling pressure around like 12 something or whatever. And then they were like, well, if you feel like it's right, you got to push. Yeah. They felt they said like they felt like the Pitocin really didn't do anything. Okay. It was from all the positions that 
you were in. Okay. So then you start feeling pressure. Yes. Okay. Yes. And this is where we got into a little debate. And now we know. Oh, yes. Okay. So I started feeling like intense pressure, like I said. And then I also told them again, (laughs) I was like, I don't think my epidural is working. And they, they reassured me that it was. Um, but I was like, there's no way it's working. I can feel my contractions. I can feel everything. Yeah. That's what I just kept saying. I kept telling Josh, I kept telling everyone. And, and they were like, oh honey, you would, it would be much worse. Yeah. So I was like, hey, but whatever. then you hear stories and I've been in the rooms with you when people have told you, you're not supposed to feel anything. Yeah. But yeah, you, yeah, you, sh- you shouldn't feel a thing and that's, how you know, your epidural is working. So right. Anyways, I could feel everything. And <laughs> so then from there, obviously, I knew, oh, yeah, I told them that my epidural, I didn't think it was working again. And then they gave me, they gave me more um, in my epidural again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And still didn't do nothing. I still just felt everything. Like yeah. I could feel my contractions. Um, so will you, so would you say that you have a high pain tolerance or a low like you need you need a bigger dose of 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 the epidural i don't know you know someone asked me i was talking to her because she has she doesn't take well to like she was like do you numb well when you go to the dentist that and i was like no actually because i just went to the dentist mm-hmm. and i had mm-hmm. a cavity and they had to give me like extra like i i wasn't numb i was like i can still feel everything mm. and so maybe i would have needed more, more? or yeah, I have no clue, but yeah, we'll never know. I yeah, we, we'll never we'll never truly know, and we won't know until like we have another baby. Yeah, if that was my epidural working, or <laughs> like if I decide to have an epidural, I don't know. Right. Anyways, so um, it was. Wait, did I already say that they checked me and I was dilated? To yeah, a ten. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't say that. I well, did. it happened quickly. Yes. Yeah. She was to 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 ten at around like one something. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's Gotta time. Let's do it. And then you want to say what you were feeling? Um, I don't really. Yeah. I mean, it was time to push. One thing I will say, I just started to notice things were shifting and moving. They were bringing in stuff. They yeah. brought in like a tray of like tools and things <laughs> yeah. like that. They moved the peanut ball. The peanut ball went to the <laughs> side. Um, they put it and then like the thing that you put the bassinet that yes. you put the baby in they was in there. Up, yeah. Then there were like new nurses coming yeah. in. I was like, it was getting full. I was like, okay, all right, everyone calm down. Yeah. That's when I was like, this is getting real. I turned yeah. on some worship music. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think million little miracles was the only song that was on the entire time. Was it? I, I think re- it was going back and forth between two, but Oh, that's the only song I remember. Yeah. That's the only song that she was that she came out to. Yeah, I, I do remember. That. I remember that. You remember too, that yeah. too. So, um, so yeah. So Savannah starts pushing, and they said that. Um, actually, I don't know if they told you this or I heard it. Oh, but like practice pushes. Yeah, yeah, like they were like you weren't actually pushing the baby. You were getting you were preparing for the baby to come or whatever. But yeah. in my head, I'm like. Wait, is this the real thing? Like, where is everybody at? Yeah. Like, let's let's get it cracking. Yeah, like I was still pushing, but it w- they knew that the baby wasn't coming out in the next like push, so right. they didn't have my midwife wasn't in the room. No. There was it was just nurses in the room, oh, just yeah. two nurses or one nurse. It was two. It was two. Yeah, just two. It was like a midwife and a nurse. Yeah, there was three actually. There okay. was three. Okay, the student. Oh, the student. Um, there was another student as well, but she was she was sweet. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then we just start pushing. I'm getting my hand. Squoze? Is squoze a word? Yeah. Squoze? Yes. Okay. Squoze. Wait, is it? 
it's gonna be a word in this podcast. I think it's a word. I'm getting my hands squoze. I'm at the wait. The, yes, remember I wanted you to squeeze me. Yes, because you did. At first, I was squeezing you, but then I was like, "Babe, squeeze me," because I wanted you to hurt me. Okay, like I yeah. wanted Josh to like break my fingers <laughs> because then I wouldn't really feel as much, you know. Exactly. But honestly, like when I was pushing, it was the craziest feeling. Like I literally felt like. I feel like giving birth feels like what you think it's going to feel like. Okay. Like I literally was pushing out a human and it truly felt like I was <laughs> like, it was just crazy. Wow. But, um, I only pushed for what I pushed for like four, 45 oh, minutes. Oh, I was about to say 20. Where did I get 20 from? I think it was like 45. Okay. Maybe <laughs> we don't remember at all. <laughs> <laughs> it felt really fast. Honestly, it I felt was like, definitely fast. I felt like I pushed 10 times and she was here, yeah. but I think it was a few more than that. I just am so confused when people say, oh, I pushed twice and my baby was here. I know. Twice? I know. That would have been crazy. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been Maybe, cool. but like they say you're, you're second or third or fourth. That's when it, you can yeah. like push a few times and yeah. they're here. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I so. was, I was pushing and then it started to get real. I knew the head, I knew her head was coming out because I could feel it. And like the room started to get full again. Everyone was coming in. Lori, our midwife, she made yes. it like just in time. Just in time. Like, didn't she come in? How many minutes do you think before? Probably like, I'll say like eight minutes or so. Like yeah. she came in and she just, she took charge too. She was yes. like, hey, give me this. Let's do this. Lori's here, blah, blah, blah. And then I knew Rayella was going to come right when they put a blanket over your chest yes and i was like right should be here yeah anytime yeah but her so her head was like i think they talk they say like it's like the ring of fire is that what they call it i think that's what they call it because mm. it really feels like when she's crowning it truly it burns like it's i mean like i thought my whole can i say like my, i felt like my whole vagina was like gonna rip open forever i mean you just said it so yeah <laughs> like that's what it felt like mm -hmm. And, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it wasn't unbearable pain because I was just like so excited that I was about to meet her. I will say that like you were so like, let's just do this. You were so peaceful throughout this entire, the entire, the entire pushing yeah. process. You were like, only thing that you were like stressing out about was like, okay, I, I feel like I got to push. I got to yeah. push. I got to push. And you kept asking, can I push? Can I push? Yeah. Can I push? And I feel like that should have been a sign for them to be like, Okay, this girl, if she can feel all this, yeah. is her epidural working? But they can't panic either. Because I will say I, I noticed that they they weren't, you know, like freaking out or anything. Because if they were freaking out, yeah. then you would freak out. I would definitely freak out. Yeah, I guess they're just is just is like a walk in the park for them. Yeah, they're just like, okay. Like, just another baby. baby no no baby, big deal. Baby coming. So yeah. Lori comes in. Lori does her thing. And then, yeah. ugh, I, do you know, you know, I, I, when I looked up, I looked away. Yes. This was like the the downside on my behalf of the story. But like I looked away because I had to make sure the song was still playing. I wanted to like some peaceful moments. Yeah. To, to, I wanted a peaceful moment still to be to be happening. And as soon as I look away, I hear crying. And I mean, I came back super wait, quick. Wait, you missed. Didn't you? What did I do? Didn't you? Did you look and you see your head coming out? Oh, I did see her hair. I remember they asked me if I wanted a mirror and going into my birth plan i thought that i would want to see yeah but in the moment i i think it's i don't know if we left this in the vlog i don't think we did but mm. I, they asked me and i was like no i don't oh, i don't yeah, want to no. see i was like i feel like i'm just already 
committed and I don't want to ruin anything. So I right. don't want to see what's going on down there. Yeah, so let's so just keep it going. I did but see But you her saw hair. that she had hair. And it was it was great. Yeah. It was like a lot of hair. She, <laughs> and she still has all that hair. <laughs> it was great. Right now. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? She, you, um, oh yeah, I looked away, looked away, y'all. I looked away and I heard Ryla crying. And as soon as I heard it, I looked and she did a spin. Yeah. Okay. A turn. Yeah. Let me just say when her body came out, it is the most amazing thing that I have ever experienced in my life. Like I felt her shoulders, I felt everything and it felt like a little worm <laughs> slithering Aww. out. Like it was crazy but yeah so they said that she did like a little turn a little when turn. she came out and i was like oh well, maybe she's gonna be a dancer maybe she's <laughs> going to be a dancer like her mommy yeah she came out we're crying it was, it was unreal it was watching watching the footage back when we watched it i asked josh i was like babe was i mean to you because no. i feel like i like never looked at you until she was here we didn't and honestly when she was here we really didn't look at each other like yeah. we were just paying t- uh, paying attention to her like i just couldn't believe it truly didn't feel real at all i feel like everyone's like you know when you're pregnant it doesn't feel real until the baby's here mm-hmm. even when she came out on my chest i was <laughs> like this is the most surreal feeling in the entire world yeah. like yeah i just have no words it was at all. it was it was a crazy crazy moment um how do you feel now the fact that now you have a two month old. Yeah. When this comes out, she would be two months and some days yeah. actually from that moment to, to when she came out mm-hmm. the day. Actually, let's just say like the next day, mm-hmm. the 11th to up until now. What have you noticed in Rayella and in maybe in yourself? Wow. Um, there's so much, which I feel like we're going to have to talk about. And I think we are on the podcast about postpartum. Yeah. My postpartum experience. So I won't really touch on that too much, yeah. but I definitely went through it and I'm still working through a lot of postpartum, um, I guess, depression and anxiety, Mm -hmm. but I feel like becoming a mom has made me like the most selfless version of myself and it's taught me so much already and it's only been two months, which feels like short, but long at the same time. 100%. Um, I just feel like I've learned so much about myself and a new version of myself. Great. Because... I've obviously never been a mom before, and now this is my new life forever. Like, she's not going anywhere. Um, so, yeah, I think I've just learned that, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> just that I'm a mom yeah. and that I think it's made me the best version of myself possible. A hundred percent. I agree. And then that. what did you say? What I learned about her? Yeah. What have you noticed about Rye? Um, she's huge now. She's the cutest thing in the world, you she's, guys. I don't care what nobody says. She's so cute. And actually, like, it's crazy because I look back to when she was a newborn. <laughs> I mean, she's still like a newborn, but when she was like freshly like a week old, she was so small. And now she's huge. Guys, our daughter, and we have an appointment tomorrow, but, and I can't wait to see. But she's she was in the 89th percentile in yeah, her she, one month appointment. Yeah, she's for height. For height. So she's tall. Where? She's a long little girl. How? I don't know. But yeah, um, that's our birth story. That is the birth story. I just want to say you're awesome. You're awesome. You crushed it. Savannah, I mean, I can't compare it to anything. I mean, I know our parents definitely crushed it. But like, babe, being in, in that room, I saw a superhero 
just forming and then pushing out a baby. And then now she's like a super woman and being a mom. And I, and I see it every single day. Like we were just talking even at dinner tonight, eating Chipotle, which is great. Chipotle, <laughs> please send me some free burritos. Um, I was saying like today, babe, like you seem like your normal self and it's just so crazy to see like what it was a couple yeah. months ago or even like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know, like how you were and things like that. And I just, I just commend you because every single day you're learning about yourself, you're growing, you're figuring out this mom thing, but you're also figuring out your new self. Yeah. And I think that is something that God is, he's, he's doing it on purpose. He, yeah. he does everything on purpose or whatever. Yeah. So like you're now, you're accepting that mm-hmm. is what I see mm-hmm. in you right now. Like you're literally just accepting, okay, like this is my new life. Yeah. God is putting me through this. God is not going to give you something that you can't handle. Yeah. So he's, he, he's giving this to you. Yeah. You're trusting him. Yeah. And I think you're seeing the fruit of it because like even today, today was like a great day. Yeah. Just even mentally, like little things yeah. really help. Yeah. Um, with your day to day, especially when, when you're a mom. So yeah. I just want to say you're grow, you're killing it. You're sexy. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. Yeah. <laughs> As freak. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I just, I just, I, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. Guys, that's our birth story. That's our, is it mine too? Yes. I think, I think it's definitely your birth story because who else, what other birth story? Like, it's true. We're one. Yeah. So Talk I think that you're just as much a part of the birth story as I am. Well, just because I pushed her out doesn't mean you're not just as much there. <laughs> Well, you guys, that that is the end of this podcast. Um, let us know. Leave a review. Um, leave a rating as well. If you're a mom or if you're dead and or if you're a soon to be mom, mm-hmm. let, leave a review and let us know what you guys are, uh, what you maybe learned from this or something you want to you want to know. Yeah. And I hope you guys feel encouraged. I don't know if our stories seemed encouraging, but yeah. truly birth was the most magical thing. I've never felt like the Lord's presence in the room more Crazy. in my entire life. Yeah. And even if you're not a believer, like birth is the most beautiful thing and your experience, no matter what happens is going to be amazing. hundred percent. It will. It's, and it's going to be so different. Like that's why I think birth stories are so cool. And I love listening to them. Like we said, because mm-hmm. everyone's just so different and we can't wait for your story to be awesome. And then if you're not a mom and you're just listening and you like birth stories, then yeah. that's cool too. Because that's pretty dope. I listened to so many birth stories before <laughs> I was even probably ever pregnant. So right. <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we will see you guys next Monday um, for a new episode. I'm excited about the episode. We're going to be diving even deeper into us. You guys have seen our relationship on mm-hmm. YouTube. But uh, we're going to be talking about it a little bit more and some things that we've never shared before. And we uh, just want to be open and transparent with you guys. Spill the tea. Spill the tea. And hopefully you can learn something from our tea. Yeah. I don't like tea, though. So maybe hot chocolate. I love tea. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was just thinking about making a chai today. Okay. So just like made me think of it. I'm about to go get some Simply Lemonade. Love you guys. (laughs) And uh, we will see you. What do we say? At the end? Yeah. Usually we say we'll see you in the next video, but this isn't a video. Yeah, we don't say that. I guess we just say we love you guys. Guys, leave a review and let us know how we should end these podcasts and start these podcasts. Yes. All right. Love you guys. Bye.
Thank you.